0: Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio.
1: Greetings, commanders.
2: Greetings, commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite Four,
3: known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it.
2: A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast, two hours long, transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. Commanders, and welcome to episode 451 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Leet and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defar, otherwise known as Colin Ford, Chief Archivist of Lave Station. And joining me in the orange Sidewinder bar for this episode, we have our Banksy SRV driver, that would be Commander Alec Turner.
3: Hello, good evening and welcome.
2: We also have our staff liaison officer, Commander Sykett. Hello. Hello. Ben is away on holiday. He's on his sabbatical. We won't see him for another month. But we've managed to get Commander Indigo to join us uh, for this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Um, If you wish, you can join us live. Now, um, our Chris Mark IV is going to be going about and doing stuff today. So if you want to keep him company, he's starting off at Lave, and we uh, will be heading out to various places. Hashtag spoiler alert. So you can, you can join him, but if you can't get to us in-game, you can join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through liveradiocom slash live. Click on the live chat, or go to twitch.tv slash LaveRadio. Have a look at all the chat that's happening there. Uh, or you can look us up on Facebook, YouTube, and it's... Whatever that is. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, we don't accept that. We just don't accept it. It's not a thing.
2: (laughs) No, that's gay Twitter. Anyway, so let's have a quick uh, run on the crew, see how they've been. We'll start with Commander Psychic.
1: Oh, man, it's been a week. (laughs) My computer died. My computer absolutely died. Um, So, um, you know what we took? Last week, we took Artie to the vet. Um and Artie's fine, by the way. He it's all cleared up. He's um he is um a lovely, a lovely papa and I love him to pieces and he's great. Took Artie to the vet and that was all fine. Then our washing machine died. Our washing machine exploded a little bit. It started I was just sat or uh, um working on my computer and it went bang, 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 and I was like, holy shit. Um, so the washing machines died, and we we're having to get someone out to deal with that because it's not something that we can fix on our own. The fault comes up, and the fault is like, you need to have an engineer do this, which is great because that costs uh, costs more money. And then my computer died, which is also great. Was that when you were streaming
3: and yeah, when yeah, okay, you so were so, streaming?
1: Yeah. So it's been a little iffy. <laughs> I feel I feel like we um, uh, have been um teetering on a knife search for maybe about a month now of me going, ah oh, it'll be fine. I'm sure it's just a driver issue. Every single time I'll just update the drivers and it'll be fine, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Um but then the blue screens were getting far too frequent. Um uh, the blue screens were getting far too frequent. The um the the errors were all all alternate errors and things like that. It, nothing made sense. With the exception of every time I looked up an error, um, it was like, it could be this, it could be this. All of this is different. And then the very last thing was, but it's probably your RAM. <laughs> and I'm going, oh and But at the, on the plus side, at least it was the RAM and not something like my graphics card or my CPU. The things that are incredibly expensive, at least it wasn't that and it was just the RAM. So we, um, I replaced the RAM... And gave it a good dust um a couple of days back, reinstalled Windows. And I'm gonna knock on wood and say that everything's running absolutely fine now. Um it, it occasionally it has a little bit of a stutter, but I just think that's because I've in a in my haste to like reinstall everything and get everything else all back up and running, that somewhere along the line I fluffed it somewhere. Um so um I need I need like an extra bit of time wherein I'm not panicking about getting things ready for a DD show or anything like that. And then um, actually sitting and focusing and just making sure that everything is all nice and smooth in the background and stuff. But aside from that, it seems to be running absolutely fine. Um, so that's been my week as far as like super stress is concerned. Um, Gaming wise, um, I have played the first of the Telltale Expanse games. Oh. Of like the the first in the chapter. I've never seen The Expanse. I talk about this quite a lot. My ah. God, am I going to watch The Expanse now? Holy shit, that game is so good. Um, it was it was beautiful and decadent.
2: I. Uh, this and, is something we've been me and Ben have been telling you for for. How yeah, many months?
1: It, it, it's about finding the time though, Colin. It's so that <laughs> the, the Expanse is going on my list after Lower Decks. Lower Decks is the next thing to watch, and then it's going to be The Expanse, which means I'll probably get to The Expanse by the time all of the telltale games um have all come out so i've I'll, I'll have played all of those through and then get to get to wa- um watch the expanse having having played these telltale games it was traumatic and fantastic and wonderful which is absolutely everything that you want out of a telltale game um so good so good and then that was i did that today while we were waiting for the elite patch and then we went to see spoiler alert other things that were tra- tra- traumatic and excellent and wonderful. But that's been kind of my week in a nutshell. <laughs> Lots of stress and trauma <laughs> echoed <Hey>. in Elite. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> On that positive note, we'll pop over to Commander Indigo. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, who you are and what you do and what you've been up sure, to for the last week? <laughs> happy
6: to. I bring greetings from Screw Space, um, from the Liz Screws podcast crew. Who were kind enough to accept me a couple of years ago and show me you how this game this. is is actually yeah right is uh, actually so much better played with company. Um, I had played on console for a long time and was just starting to get my my feet under me, as it were, and uh, discovered your venerable podcast and this venerable podcast and uh, got me into running BGS missions for them. So all of a sudden, I had reasons to do combat and reasons to do trade other than just enriching my enriching myself. Um, and that was the beginning of letting all other video games fall by the wayside, my poor PlayStation. Um, that was also right around the time they announced they weren't going to do console anymore. So I switched over to a PC account and haven't really. Um, and I'm thrilled to be here. I really appreciate the invitation. Um, I'm afraid my week hasn't been a whole lot less stressful than Psykits. Um, We had big news, so my wife and I live in an attached townhome um, with a little postage stamp of a backyard lined up with a bunch of others, and about a week ago, with just a couple days notice, learned that they were going to be raising it completely, um, pulling out all the dirt, redoing the grade basement floods when it rains, uh, stripping out all the bushes, getting rid of all the privacy fences, and... uh, over several years, we put in some bushes and hedges and barricades because we have skeevy looky loo neighbors next door who will just as a recreation, I'm not really sure, walk out to the sidewalk, look in our back window, and then walk back inside. It's it's a whole thing. Anyway, um, we dug up all of our prized plants and packed them onto our tiny little patio. And uh, we're also marinating in Canadian wildfire smoke, which has also been a fantastic source of conversation over here. Um, and then they came through with the big equipment and stripped everything down and put things back together, and the difference could not be more dramatic. Um, we went from having pretty good privacy on our back porch to uh, like showing up at a at a garden party with a new haircut that's not great and a long beard of oh, and gosh. some shorts that are shorter than you thought they were when you pulled them out of the drawer and a shirt that just doesn't look good either. Um, and record, like, record scratch, the whole world is staring right in the back of our house. It's so dramatic that as we've been putting things back together over the long weekend, three different sets of people we didn't know said hello from the sidewalk to ask us how we felt about being so exposed.
3: Wow, that's that's, <laughs> so that's terrifying. So, really, so is, yeah. are your backyards kind of publicly owned? Is that oh,
6: the way it there, works? The, there's, a, there's a great John Oliver... A bit from a couple of weeks ago, I think, about homeowners associations in the U.S. It's it's a nightmare. Ours could be much worse. But things like people losing their home because they didn't move their garbage can and then they didn't pay the $100 a day bill fast enough for it to build up. And there are all these horror stories about people being abused. But, yeah, technically, everything off radio is common space. So we could, I suppose, theoretically, just saunter through all of our neighbors' backyards as well, because it's not technically our backyard.
3: Just it's... make the patio bigger. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. A little. Bit, that's a little definitely bit how like, that works. So that's how you like spend the, the claim online. All of
6: the land, right? Just,
1: just, um, yeah, just so... build more land. Build more land for yourself. That's fine. That's uh, entirely how um, property law works. I should know. <laughs> right. Oh dear. Yeah, in, in our case, there there's a little exception, but pavers
6: adjacent. To the patio, so we have a patio, and then we have a flower bed around that, and then we push the boundaries of adjacency for those pavers that let us put bigger, taller things. And before long, I'm sure we'll have 30% of the privacy we had before. But um that's been the big, stressful, and physically exhausting uh, adventure when I haven't been finding time to play a lead, which mm-hmm. I've done
2: some this well. That's a good job you've got good job you've got an entire galaxy to escape into after that I yeah mean, I'm right to, i'd be i'd be stressed about that and it was a buckyball
6: week so the free time i did have was spent trying to do all kinds of shenanigans faster Yay. than i had done them the day before
2: uh yes I, i've missed out on that, on that one yeah we'll pick up on that later i guess uh okay let's have a quick think about what i've done this week i've done a little are bit are we of gonna the...
1: talk to alec as well nah screw me <laughs> We didn't, we didn't do Alec. Okay. Normally we save the host till was... last.
3: Okay. Okay. You I, know I, what? I'm sorry, Colin. Oh, yes, yes, just because just
2: just, just I was wanting to mix it up a bit and do a little bit of the order. I don't I'd, believe you.
1: I wish I could believe you, Colin.
2: Oh, player has turned into the Homeowners Association of Leia mate, Radio. Mate,
1: if I, be, I believe for a second that you <laughs> hadn't got something wrong, it would be fine. <laughs>
2: Oh, my goodness. You know what, Alec? Just to, just to smooth things over, how about shall, you go next?
3: Shall we, shall, okay, let, let's stick to convention. Yeah. <laughs> I went to my uh, my sister. had a She has an annual fancy dress party. She has quite a nice garden. and um, What
1: did uh,
3: you go so, as? Aha. Uh-huh. Well, it was a Wild West party. That was the theme. So I naturally went as uh, Clint Eastwood's man with no name
1: amazing
3: so I went to amazon and you can buy the you can buy the man with no name's cape so i bought that for um i don't know 15 quid 10 quid or something and i also bought uh, a cowboy hat uh, the appropriate cowboy hat for the for the man with no name
7: <laughs>
3: and then i, uh, I turned up and um my brother-in-law was wearing the exact same outfit i mean he'd clearly gone to exactly the same amazon store i had and had bought exactly the same outfit what he hadn't done is manufactured his own cigars from cardboard so i gave him one of my two cigars so we both then had the full outfit and then uh about 10 minutes later a third clint eastwood turned up um and we all laughed a lot and shared lots of drinks late into the night and it was a v- lot of fun
2: for <laughs> well, a second there i thought you were going to say uh, and we turned up in fancy dress but it was a funeral
3: <laughs> yeah that would be awkward wouldn't it no 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 thankfully not <laughs> i have been uh, i've been dabbling a bit more with ear vr i got um, i've been up and running with elite and sort of tinkering with settings and getting the performance a bit better um Still a little bit stuttery, but I turned down some. I found an appalling bug, um, which is that, in fact, there's quite a lot of bugs um, in Odyssey and VR, which is a shame. But one of them is that if you, have, uh, if you have your shadows turned up to ultra and you go to an asteroid field, then you better have the migraine pills on standby because all the asteroids flash on and off. I don't just mean a slightly wobbly shadow. I mean, they flash on and off.
1: Really? A
3: completely strobing nightmare. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty much like the VR experience I've
2: got with the um the Dyson plant machine. You run in VR with the plants and Dyson machine, and it flicks on and off oh, as if it, if it if it's there and one for for a couple of frames, then it's gone, and then it's there for a couple of frames, then yeah. it's gone. And I did yeah, improve
3: that, it by turning shadows down from ultra to high, and that more or less fixed the asteroid issue that I had. But then I had the same problem at megaship Ship. So yeah, it's a shame. It's a bit glitchy. Mm. yeah well but it was cool i also discovered it's funny I, I went on about this lovely cable i bought to connect my quest to to my pc mm-hmm. and i thought oh, I'll, just, I'll just try this air link thing you know i haven't got a fancy modem i've got quite an old actually modem's the wrong word isn't it what do you call it these days router yes <laughs> that's the word um <laughs> yeah so i thought oh, i'll just see if this air link thing works and it works brilliantly so i'm not sure i even needed this cable to be honest
2: uh it's it's a bit better than mine then because my uh, our uh, Wi-Fi it does seem to be that slow. It, I linked it in hoping to play Beat Saber <laughs> over yeah. the
3: Wi-Fi. No, yeah. not not good. No, interesting. Okay, I haven't. The only thing I did with the Air Link was I tried Google Earth VR while I was sitting in my living room, and um, so that may not be very demanding, I guess. Mm-hmm. I had a puncture. So there's lots of news this week. I had another puncture. Um, people may remember about three months ago I said I've had the first puncture in 35 years of driving a car, or however long it's been, and I've had another one <laughs> within a flipping month, and it turned out to be a like an eight-inch screw right through the middle of my wheel, which was exciting.
2: You've really? hey, been to a
3: dump then? Because they normally have <clears throat> I'm wondering. It's a bit of a coincidence, yes. isn't it? I'm hoping some local youth hasn't decided it would be funny to lean nails up against our back wheels on our driveway. <laughs>
2: Scene. No, you, you can't start thinking that otherwise you're going to end up going completely nuts
3: yeah 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 so i'm trying not to think that uh but anyway. some...
6: well waking I... up at five in the morning looking out the window to check the ground yeah with
3: binoculars <laughs> and uh and every single youth that walks past go what the hell are you doing get away from my car uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. Old man yeah I've, I've been doing buckyball racing but we'll touch on that what have you been doing this week colin Oh, that's a really
1: good question. I think that's a really great thing to finish this section with.
3: Oh, you wound up merchants, you. Right.
2: Okay. Well, believe it or not, I am on my I'm on a mission to try and lose some weight. And I'm using this. I'm using my VR headset to do this. And I have downloaded the Les Paul VR virtual workout software. And I think I can last about 20 minutes before I just collapse on the floor in a of just um, ooze, uh, horrible sweat so you know it's it's it does it, it, it does its job at making me actually exercise apart from the hundred miles on the bike that I did last week um so yes I've been just basically trying to lose the blubber when I haven't been doing that I have been paying a little bit of elite dangerous um, for some reason I, I I didn't really want to get into all the all, all the thyroid stuff. I just wanted some nice, relaxing experiences. So I've been flying around the galaxy in my my explorer commanders for once, and and getting and getting somewhere, which I'm I'm, I'm quite happy about. Uh, but of course, then today has happened, and I've lo- I've booted up my uh, commander for the my sort of main commander for the first time in almost two weeks and yes all this stuff is is all lined up ready to go so i guess we'll be talking about that in a minute mm-hmm. um, and apart from apart from that uh yeah i've downloaded this this game i think you might be been aware of it called f1 manager 2023 it's a good game yeah uh, me and my my son are going to be streaming my pathetic attempts at that with because he is the the ultimate F one nut. It is God what he knows. And you, you remember there used to be this, this football fantasy uh, program, and they had this guy called Stato on it, who could regurgitate stats uh, about football from from twenty years ago. Well, my son's turned into that, but for F one. <laughs> so oh, I
1: bet he's a fucking nightmare to listen <laughs> <let's... laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no, and Lanzarotti—he got his first—he um, got his first karting win.
1: Amazing!
2: Yeah, he got his first karting win, which was, which was great. So you've actually stood on a podium with a bottle of pretend champagne in a in a Ferrari T-shirt. The only time Ferrari actually won that day. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yes, uh, that's that's what I've I've been doing and planning on doing. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, right. So I guess on to the development news. Well. Two bits of development news. Uh, the first bit, we'll get over just quite quickly, there was a standalone launcher update. That's This is the launcher that comes with uh, Elite Dangerous standalone, so it's not Steam, it's not Epic. Uh, it wasn't showing the news, it does now, but you had to download it and restart all over again. Done that, works fine. Um I think there's a little bit of a, a hoo-ha to begin with, but it, it it settled down quite quickly. Uh and yeah, that, that came out actually quite quickly after the release, maybe a day, day and a half, and then and that was it, it was fixed. So um yep, thumbs up on that one. Okay. Right. Who would like to go first about update sixteen? <laughs> <laughs> It dropped this morning at uh, well, basically the 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 computers or the servers went offline at eight this morning, and uh, they've been upgrading all day. There was about a half an hour delay between f- f- four I, and
1: four thirty. I should say it's mm-hmm. it was exactly a half an hour delay. They went they went live bang on four <laughs> thirty. I know this because we had a poll going in the stream <laughs> as to whether or not when they would give a gun, and it was the exact Mundo time. That um that one in this instance.
2: So yeah, so four thirty was when uh, people all piled in, and they piled into quite a lot. Uh, now, we do have the release notes. There is a lot of release notes, uh, but I will ask every one of you, uh, assuming you've seen these release notes, what's your favourite? <laughs> so we oh, will. <laughs> we will start with uh, with Commander Psykit.
1: Right. Okay. So um I was a little bit concerned to be quite honest when i first um when i first thought um sort of flicked through the release notes because i didn't think there was quite as many as i'm normally expecting to see and also when you combine that with the fact that the patch was smaller than it had than they have been previously i was still a tiny 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 bit concerned um i've got a couple of i've got, I've got a couple of favourites. If you're happy for us to go around like multiple times, if they haven't yep. been picked up, that would be that would be absolutely cracking. My complete and utter favourite, aside from all of the redacted stuff that they've added in, which is great, but um, the my absolute favourite is the um, Michael Brooks um, tribute. Yes, which is. Um, Absolutely just fucking phenomenal, and the best thing that they could have done because he, he hundred percent deserves so much more than a single beacon. But to get this and have the ship called The Legacy as well, is just like everything that they've done about it. I'm really looking forward to going and following this. The um the first of a series of um mini of these mini series of um Taurus beacons that he's doing the first of the series being in um the beacon in free home, as it says, all of that. I cannot wait to go and like experience that and go and see Brooks' Legacy actually put in the game. I think it's very special, and I'm super happy that Frontier have done that.
6: Yeah, it's a beautiful idea. Yeah, was I
3: was saying before the think... show, it's lovely. It's it's really nice. Yeah, I definitely think
2: as soon as everybody actually saw this, everyone just went, oh, oh, that is... It, is, it was so nice. Cause, special,
1: yeah. I think. Yeah,
2: very well, what do you expect? I mean, this guy put quite a lot in, well, a phenomenal amount of, into this game. We can, you know, we've been talking to Alan Stroud um, a little over the over the last uh, couple of weeks. He's been on, and yeah, the the amount of discussions that he and, and Michael had about how everything, mm. how the universe all works, and uh, what they were going to to put in is is astounding. So. Yeah, he was—he was definitely a tour de force behind the game, um, and uh, I think once he left the game, and I, it did feel like that we had lost something a little, and with what's happened later, obviously, yeah,
1: yeah, it's just—it's just when 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 I saw it, I I was so it was the one bit because obviously it's the only bit that has a picture with it so um your eye is drawn to the content with um imagery as well and i mm, just it made me it made me very happy and um feel feel very warm about the whole situation and i and that's beautiful
3: definitely definitely um right uh alec right i will pick out i will pick out two one um that's a genuinely nice thing and one i just liked uh my genuinely nice thing we we, well this is one of these pick out one and we'll go around all right i'll pick out one i will pick out um collect olympics this remain like 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 similar bug fixes it remains to be seen whether this is really really fixed or fixed until it's that it's not again but the idea that collector limpets are no longer gonna commit suicide by throwing themselves into asteroid surfaces is um sounds good to me isn't
1: it isn't it they will commit suicide less now it's not
3: less less. but um yes how much less remains to be seen um, i'm hoping it's it's a fairly generic thing and it also applies to titans because i do tend to lose quite a lot of collector limpets trying to fish um mm-hmm. bits out of the, the the crevices of the titans
1: i feel it's quite funny that the the time that they decided to address that frontier decided to address the fact that limpets can um start hitting things is when their npcs start to get like the important <laughs> npcs start point. to get yes, new limpets
6: <laughs> Now that they can gone. get used against us, i got to make sure they work really well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's exactly. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, it's funny, that, isn't it? Uh, Commander Indigo.
6: Well, like, is, it, is it something
2: and, that...
6: He had taught the first one for for gravity or quality or consideration. Um, so I'm going to pick a rare bug that I unfortunately have never encountered, but the description is just so charming that uh, now if you relog into a POI, self-trapped inside a container, there's now a panel that you can use to get the container to open, so that you can exit. But apparently, there was a way that you could log in in a POI and find yourself inside a meat locker yeah. or a shipping container or something.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, some some I can't remember who it was, but they said um they said today that um all you had like the only thing that you could do before um before that happened instead of like the the oh, I'm stuck, please recall me is b- um before the container spawned in, just run away. <laughs> Brilliant. So you'd run out of the container before it spawned in, but now they have a button from the inside, which I'd never even considered
6: was a problem. That's awesome. I could imagine having one of those one of those terrifying, awesome video game moments where you wake up and you're you're in a black box and you think, "Oh my gosh, the evergreens have gotten me" or something, and really you're just banging around inside an empty crate on a planet. <laughs>
3: I love it. The number, of, the amount of time I spent at those containers trying to, you know, do my April Fool of filling them with Thargoid stuff. It never occurred to me to lock myself inside, which is, um, can't, I'm going to have to try it now. That's really funny. Yeah, I'm getting serious soul vibes
2: off that. You know, you wake up and you're in a room,
1: oh.
2: and you can't get out.
1: It's an idea. It's something for a scorpion to use in a new machinima video or something. <laughs> something really sinister. Yeah,
2: you're, you're, you're in the thing. You're in the, one of these containers and then Scorb's face comes on the wall and <laughs> says, do you want to play a game? <laughs> Garland, Colin, what's your, what's your first favourite bug? Fix? Um, well, my favourite fix, and, and this is this is fantastic because it means that both Souverine and Ben can oh, I know finally, can finally shut know up. <laughs> <laughs> They've put in zero-g areas tops on top of the glasses so they look like they're zero-g glasses. Yes!
1: so funny it's it's so funny because we're now um um chris are you showing them on the stream at the moment
0: yes yes (laughs) yes i am showing them on stream at the moment
1: incredible look at the look at the arrows look at the arrow (laughs) man ship that is going
0: on it's it's high-end graphics that we're deploying on stream at the moment though i did want to point out one thing not not that i want to upset upset ben on his day of victory or anything like that (laughs) however uh, at our regular table at Lave, the one that we reserve for the show every week, we have yes. new cups. However, I'd... the barman is currently using
2: old cups.
1: Oh, that fante oh. <laughs> like four weeks.
2: <laughs> <that gets back. laughs> oh, but hang on, hang on a second. That's okay because it's in Lave Station, isn't it?
0: It is, it is in the station. Um, yeah, but,
2: yeah, it has got... to be in a zero-G environment. If you go to a zero-G environment and all the cups
3: are like that, then Ben will lose his, his, his Chris, shit. Chris, can, can you go back to the bar and look at the rack of um, glasses behind the bar? So on Michael mega ship, I think they were all covered glasses. And behind the bar, there's an entire rack, and there are all sorts of different types of covered glasses. So... Yeah, they may be in the clear. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I feel like if the if as as Rocky Star is saying in chat, if there's empty glasses and they don't, it just means that they don't have their cups their their lids on them already.
2: Yes. Unless
1: yeah. there are unless there are ones <laughs> which do have liquid in, and then that might be problematic. Not a lave, because lave <laughs> doesn't matter because lave has gravity. Don't you start looking at those cups. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, look, there's, there's a cocktail glass with a little bit of cocktail. But this is, this has got well, gravity, so we're proving okay. nothing. We're
1: fine. There's there's, yes. no, there's nothing here to worry about. Continue as you were. They're just adding sippy cups at this point.
3: Yeah, so
2: basically, now that Ben has got his sippy cup, we can expect Souverine to come back. And, oh, my God, the amount of grief that, that those two kicked off about this was unbelievable. Ah, oh, But, yeah, that's, I just glad that we're not going to hear about it anymore or they will discover something else one of the other one of the two um okay we'll go back around to psychic your next one
1: okay so my next one was definitely going to be the cups because i thought that was hilarious um (laughs) i i don't know that i i think there's there's a lot of good stuff in here i really do um this stuff that i'm now the the extra bits are the redacted bits that i really really love I didn't, there was some things that I've never experienced before and I'm just like, well, I'm glad they fixed it. You know, mm-hmm. if other people are, um, are um, experiencing that. And again, I really like the amount of ticket references that are on there.
3: Yes, yes.
1: That, that just like if I'm doing blanket things that I like about the, um, about the patch notes, the fact that they can, they are st- continuing to reference the tickets from the issues that have been raised. I, I, it's pretty much exactly what i wanted
2: Mm. Uh, that's 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 good to hear uh back to indigo Uh,
6: in terms of of significance for uh thargoid war the fact that thargoid hearts have not glowed when exerted for the last couple of months um has been a pretty serious impediment you can still kill them but it's a far cry from having a big glowing red target Uh Um, yes and we have conflict in fact fixed that so you can now see bright as day when the hydra is uh dying to get shot up so that's that's going to make a lot of people a lot more comfortable doing combat for sure
2: excellent um alec have you have you got uh one yeah because i've got i've got one
3: final one but yeah i've got got got... one i've got one i mean it's a few but i've got a final one and i quite the one that says um release fees for impounded ships that are not the player's current ship can now be paid. And actually, if you go to the issue, the the nice thing about these links to the issue tracker is you get a bit more detail. Mm. Um, I have seen quite a lot of people getting stuck in this situation where, for one reason or another, they they end up in prison, you know, they get sent to a prison ship, Mm. and it, it seems incredibly difficult to get their ship back because their ship's impounded and they can't pay the fine and um, the, the 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 issue report that that one links to is my ship is impounded in a location I can't go with shuttles and so I, I think this seems like a really good one because I see a lot of people getting stuck for one reason or another with with impounded ships and it, there's a couple there's another one along similar lines but it sounds like they've they fixed a nasty little um, loophole where you can get a bit stuck which is always good excellent the one thing that I, I did want to, to highlight was.
2: There was actually a couple of multi-crew fixes in this. Yes, uh, which, really. which, which which surprised me because I thought they'd given up on the on the multi-crew uh, thing because the, the the gunner role in the multi-crew needs needs a little bit more work in my opinion. Uh, but they have actually made um, things available such as the the pulse neutralizer, the shutdown field, and they have made the UI for the gunner um, a little bit easier to use. I might even consider um, being someone's gunner again, because it, it's it always a pretty, well, I don't know, it, it just didn't feel right, because yeah. you, you could just do, and use that position far too far too much. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad to see that um, multi crew is getting a little bit of a little bit of attention. Uh, but yeah, so overall. Um, Content-wise, no, we're not looking at a, a, a Titan here, but we are looking at both the scythe and what we'll be probably talking about in a bit, <laughs> I, I guess.
6: There was one more, one more little kind of inside baseball thing at first glance that I, I thought was uh, maybe worth mentioning, but Go on, um, the fact that they've that they've changed the maximum price for fleet carrier markets. Ooh, yeah. Um, an order of magnitude higher now. So anything you're selling on your fleet carrier, before you could sell it to 10 times the galactic mean price, you can now sell it for 100 times the price. I would imagine it it will incentivize things like selling caustic tissue samples or some of the other Thargoid-related rare goods. Um, also, though, I guess if you wanted to use it for some kind of community-based fleet transfer, say somebody's won a $4 billion credit tournament prize on foot or um, within a squadron somebody's won a trivia contest and is t- due to be given a billion credits it will no longer t- so many uh back and forth trips
3: well, so which way does this go so you can sell something from your carrier for a huge amount of money is that the deal
6: you can sell it for 10 times more than you were able to sell it for yesterday okay, so, so you can sell so, a ton of tritium for a million credits, yeah, hundred thousand credits.
3: I guess it's a bit of a shame because I like the idea of the community prize, but it means you can only give a prize to someone that's got a fleet carrier. Effectively, do you know what I mean? If you want to give someone a billion credits,
6: all you need for it is a, all you need for it is something like a T nine. You park it on someone's fleet carrier, and they sell it to you. They sell you platinum for next to nothing, and then they buy it back from you for a high profit, and you take the remaining cash.
3: Oh, okay, because I read this as one way only. Like you they, they, they made the sell price a hundred times more, but not necessarily the buy price. Maybe, maybe I have got free Yeah,
6: it just says maximum price. So it doesn't it doesn't seem okay.
3: to oh, cool.
6: sell or buy. I think their example says we'll be able to sell them at a price, but I would assume it also means that you can buy them at a ridiculously inflated price
3: as well. Gotcha. Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's that's uh well <clears throat> the development news um yeah, I do have to ask, has anybody here actually come across a side yet
1: i've I've had like an hour in the game, so no, I know I know folks who have mm.
2: um
1: and it it has been really fun. Can I be a little bit of a negative Nancy about one thing
2: certainly Go that's on.
1: on these notes um that's on these notes, not just like elite in general, but um I'm gonna I'm gonna just sit on my sit on my throne about um, accessibility and stuff for just a moment. Mm-hmm. And um, there is something in here. Where is it? It's like shaking while on foot. Where is it? Camera shake now applies to on foot players when using guardian objects at Thargoid imprint sites. Why? Why fucking bother? Because it all it does is it can it can really hamper. People, in fact, just take the camera shake away entirely. It, you're not going to lose immersion if your camera isn't shaking. So that more people can access it, or like the, I know there's options in um, options to remove it, but people don't know that they exist. Or there's options to make it less. Give us an option to remove it entirely, and people will remove it entirely. I know folks who get migraines from shit like that. It doesn't need to be in the game. It doesn't. It's not on oh, my immersion, though. Fuck off. Anyway. That's my. That's. That, thank you for coming to my accessibility <laughs> TED talk at this particular moment. Don't worry, I've got other things that I can talk about with accessibility.
2: Oh boy, your soapbox is getting bigger. <laughs> Look, it
1: just, it Extra. just pisses me off. It just pisses me off that um, you th- these should be things that um people choose to opt into rather than opt out of because it, it okay. does nothing for your game.
2: No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right with you on that. I mean, don't worry, we'll be getting you a bigger soapbox if they still haven't put more fixes in. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, i mean even since the since the time when they've we asked them to turn you know make it optional to turn down the 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 sparkly effects on the fss scanner and the, that's never been done even though it it does give people headaches and it and it could cause seizures and and things like that for for certain photosensitive people um it it just uh it, you do sometimes wonder whether or not they they listen about these kind of uh, features, which, yeah. Anyway, we will, we will come back to that. No doubt in future episodes.
1: The patch is great. <laughs>
2: yeah. the pack, yeah, It's just, it's just one minor thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, everything else.
1: Like I've ranted about that twice now today. I think I'm at my quota, but I, I like it's, it's lovely. It's really, really lovely. I just feel like stuff like that's entirely unnecessary. And if, if you're getting your ass in your hand about it not being in the game um, and other people should have to, uh, people who struggle with it should have to um, suffer because it's your immersion. Um, Fuck off, you're sitting in a chair in front of your computer. It's a video game.
2: (laughs) Unless you're in VR and try not to chuck your your guts up anyway. Yeah. Um, Right. Let us move on to the community news uh let's have a look at what the community has been creating um well first off we have a video by space bear it's called infinity beyond who would like to explain what this one's about
3: it was just a few of these seem to be popping up every week for me now uh and i (laughs) whenever i notice that the community section and uh in our show notes is looking a bit threadbare I throw these in so um yes it's beautiful it's um it's your classic elite dangerous sort of four minute music video um lovely bit of music and fantastic visuals I don't know what else to say about it it's um it's very nicely done very classy bit of video making (laughs) worth a watch
2: It's worth a watch.
3: Okay, so that's that's
2: uh, Space Bear. We have a link in which will be available in the show notes. Uh, now, we also have uh, Elite Dangerous is Cinema by a
3: Commander Indigo. However, it's not this Indigo. It's not. I, I didn't choose this because, it well, actually, I mean, I suppose I chose it because it was great. And then I thought, oh, and it's Indigo as well. That's great. And he can come on and tell us all about how he made it. But it turns out it's not that Indigo. <laughs> but it's still another... It's still another lovely video.
6: It really is too. It, it's spectacular. It's as good videography as anybody flying in elite.
3: Yeah, it really is. And he's he's, morning, he's clearly morning got morning really nice crisis. resolution as well. And um...
6: yeah, just the movement, everything about it is is first rate. But that was my my morning identity crisis, courtesy of of uh, Alec Turner, that <laughs> he <had laughs> presumed naturally that it was mine and showed me this video that I would be absolutely thrilled to have made. And uh, I, I don't know, it, it felt a bit like finding your high school friend who has the career and the home that you thought you wanted when you were a kid, and your life is now so different. So you wow, <laughs> that's a really great panning shot. Man, I wish I could have done that.
1: There, there's so many, there's so many, I, I keep seeing like commanders um, coming back to Elite and doing more videos, or um commanders who have been, or people who have been playing other adjacent space games, and they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna check out this Elite Dangerous as well and see how see how I get on with it." Um, like, um, oh, the Nate, oh, I'm really bad with lo- names. Coming on to that, That's it. Yeah, I yeah. Would,
3: like, yeah, yeah, Foxy Loxy, you mean?
1: Yeah, but Foxy yeah. Loxy with their their one wanna, as well.
3: I want to touch on that again, actually, in a minute. Okay, there's
1: so so much good stuff um coming out, and I, I love seeing people either coming back or um or re- yeah. or starting again because you know it's just because other folks aren't doing elite content doesn't mean that the elite content isn't being produced
2: Indeed, <laughs> yeah that's something uh, that
1: living games do
6: and dead games don't so that, imagine that's a good, a good refutation right <laughs> imagine well, that. Look, new people are coming and making new excellent first class content
3: speaking awesome. of people coming back to things um some people may know that i run well, I say run, it's just a forum thread, really. Oh, and a Discord. Uh, there's a little thing called the Planetary Circumnavigation Club, which is a um, uh, a private members club for a bunch of absolute nutters who decide it would be a good idea to drive an SRV all the way around a planet. Um, yeah, absolute we have, nutters. We have an incredibly long list now. I forget, but there's a good 40, 50 people, possibly more, that have done this now. Um, so uh, as 40 or 50 people who should be in an insane asylum. Quite possibly. <laughs> but, but luckily for us, they're just quietly driving around planets and, and out of most people's harm's way. So we'll, we'll leave them be.
1: If it keeps them <laughs> busy, it's fine. <laughs>
3: Indeed. And I would like to uh, just welcome on air two new um, two new members to that club, uh, Commander Sunni and Commander Ariaksim, who both completed circumnavigations recently and um, have been awarded their EDSM Planetary Circumnavigation Achievement. Bravo. And also to Kayla Mincola, who's um, just told me that he's started his own circumnavigation. So, yeah, planetary circumnavigation is picking up again.
1: I thought about you the um, reading through the patch notes today with um, circuit, um, circumnavigation, because one of the patches that they've cleared is um, when you log back in, you're, uh, if you're logging back in on foot and you've got an SLV, oh God, the SLV yeah. can move. And that's one of the patch notes.
3: Can you imagine that's doing that. a circumnavigation and you decide <laughs> like to get out and stand next to your SRV for the night, and then you log out and you log back in, and your SRV is you, gone. And
1: where the hell is your SRV? And then yeah, I was like, I wonder if that's ever happened to Alec. And I thought, Nah, nah, he's too much into the immersion. He would get into his SRV to sleep, even if he's getting out of the out of the car, so sleeping us in.
3: Yeah, no, yeah, I wouldn't get myself I mean? on foot, but I do know what you mean.
1: I was just like, that's that's really funny. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Now, um, on the subject of fantastic videos, uh, <laughs> the high wake has returned with Elite Dangerous Co pilot. Um, yes, uh I have to say this uh is <laughs> this
1: might be my favourite.
2: Yeah. Uh is that well what can we say? It's the high wake. We're not gonna spoil it. We're gonna put a link in. Um it's up to up to the usual standards, I think we can all agree. Yes,
3: yeah, for charming. sure.
2: It's absolutely charming. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um go click on the high high week and give him a like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Um right. Then we will move on to uh, obviously people who like to move fast, the double trouble buckyball race. We have it's been completed it, it completed on the over the weekend and we have the final results forum post available. And even better, we've got someone who can actually
3: explain it to us all, Alec. What a bloody fantastic race! I mean, it it's been ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, you know, this series and the last series, every every race, people say that's the best one yet. That's the best one yet. And but people are absolutely saying it about this one. It um, it was it was a it was funny because it had a really verbose forum post. Because the idea was, you know, the, the basic premise was simple. There were three systems you had to go, each with a pair of things to visit. But then every one of those had a little bonus you could do. So, you know, you could fly through a tunnel, was the mm-hmm. mandatory thing. And then the bonus was to flip around and go back through it. Or you could fly through a structure and then the bonus was to also break open one of those tunnels that's got doors on it and fly through that. Or, you you could just land at a station or you could fly around a station. Um, you could not have no shields for a bonus. You could land with either less than 10% or more than 90% for a bonus. Um, and the bonuses were quite generous. And basically, everyone just um, decided to go more or less full bonus. Because once you've learned the course, it's very, which is quite simple, you then find yourself thinking, well, I might as well just get rid of my shields and try it and then you think oh I might as well go through that tunnel twice and try it and so it it was very addictive and and ah so frustrating as well I today I've been watching um blooper reel videos so a good half dozen or more people that took part have made videos compilations of all their explosions so there's a good half dozen videos that are probably each at least five minutes long of just explosion after explosion, after explosion of ships crashing into things. And, ah, oh, what a frustrating, but exhilarating race. It was, um, it's always it was, funny when it happens to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I had about half the
1: time when it happens to you, I think. Yeah. I had a couple of, um, I was fully planning on doing like a whole day of it on Friday. And then within 11 minutes, my um, PC had just fried on Friday. So I couldn't do anything. And then the RAM didn't turn up until Saturday. And literally the last bit of time that I had to um, have any sort of go was a couple of hours on a Sunday afternoon. And just nothing was going in my favor or anything like that. I wanted to do the Okanora baby. I wanted, to, I was ready to do breaking and entering and all of that. And then I tried to do. And then I got, um, a, I got a fucking fine and then I had two notoriety points. So I had to wait for that to go down and um, because I couldn't pay off the fine. And then I was like, OK, I'm going to do a run. It was like quarter past 11. I'll do a run at quarter past 11, try and get it done. And then I think I just, I'd done the total recall part and I think I was heading away from Lancaster Folly or... To yeah. one of the other places, and I was just like, "It's broken." I, it, like, I've messed up so many times already. There's not even any point in doing the run, which is why I think I spawned in, spawned in after the patch, uh, just outside. I'm just I just fully because I just reached quick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my my absolute last run of the race. It was on. Um, it was early Sunday evening. The race finished Sunday midnight, but I was doing stuff later on. Um, and there was at the time there was only five seconds between me and the two above me. Um, so I could effectively jump two places up the leaderboard if I could just go five seconds faster. And not only that, I could get into third place if I could mm-hmm. just go five seconds faster. So I was so desperate. To, I knew I could do better. Knew I could do it. So I had this incredible run where you th- you, know, you know in your heart, I wasn't using live split, but I was thinking this is faster. This is definitely faster. And I literally crashed into the finish line station. I sort of had a drift on the cobra and I just drifted into the toast rack. So So that was my penultimate run. So then I've got I've got about half an hour left before I need to quit. So I'm thinking I, I can do just one more. All I need to do is what I just did, but not crash at the end. <laughs> so So I head off and it's going really well. So one of the installations about halfway through the week turned um, started picking up scenarios, so a pirate attack scenario.
1: Oh, it right. really did it really did
3: yeah yeah so i'd been following in super cruise um i think it was Ackenbosch, and Akenbosch must have got there just before me and triggered the pirate scenario so then he's fast he's zipped through it and he's gone but the pirate scenario is now kicking off big time just as i arrive <laughs> so i'm under attack from the minute i get there and Aww. um so, I'm now, so by the time I manage to get out of there, I'm on 70% hull, which is really bad because I'm in a shieldless cobra and I need all my hull to smash the two doors open with my nose. So, so then I get to the next location, which is the long tunnel that you fly through and then you flip and fly back through it for the bonus. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a slow shieldless cobra on 70%, desperate not to lose a single percent more hull. I'm halfway through the tunnel and Shay Blackwood comes screaming past me inside the tunnel in a Viper. And then because you go through the tunnel and then you flip and you go back through it, he obviously beats me out of the tunnel. And then I flip and I'm just about to go back through it again. And he screams past me again, goes into the tunnel, explodes in the middle of the tunnel. So I then have to fly through his explosion (laughs)
1: Oh my God. Not being
3: able to see anything except bits of viper wreckage and flames. And somehow I, man- I managed to fly through the tunnel. It just, it was the most exhilarating buckyball run I've ever had. Um, and I made it all the way to the end and I landed and, I t- and it was, it was, it felt really good. And the only, downside to that story is when i checked my time it was actually about 20 seconds slower than my personal best but, It's because he was so rattled <laughs> but it was such a thrill ride it was it was amazing
2: yeah, yeah. well this is this is the first Bucky Ball which i've i've seen a different commander
3: at position one in quite a while indeed command we have um yeah so in in regulation in third place it's brusky um in second place, Osric, who's always um, a fierce competitor in regulation, he loves his regulation class. But in first place, in regulation we have Skurr. Um Skur's been around um Bucky Ball and, and sort of racing a lot and is fast. I mean the only time the only reason we don't see him more is because he I don't think always gets to play as much as, as um Shay. But but Skurr is incredibly fast. He's um one of these sort of natural flyers mm. that's just just you know when he when he manages to get a go it's it's gonna be good so yeah in regulation he managed to go round in 26 minutes 50 so with an adjusted time of one minute 52 his final time uh, that is stuff. phenomenal you, just yeah, that it really is yeah, go on, yeah
1: I'm quite proud of myself because I'm just looking at it now and I think I'm potentially the only one. Out of, I'm I'm the the highest person with the fastest time who didn't do every single bonus. So I'm quite happy about that. I will I will rest on my laurels on that one. Rather, yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah, happy with that. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Really pissed off that I didn't start the week re- doing all of it. Now, but it is what it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I must admit, I, I was. I, <sighs> I, I couldn't face it. I just wanted something cozy and nice to do instead of instead of doing something adrenaline filled.
3: Yeah, I'm afraid my nerves were shot at the end of Sunday night. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was not a relaxing race, that's for sure. Yeah, cozy it was, was not
6: well. was not the word. For it. I was I was thrilled to be right smack dab in the middle of the of the standings and, and uh my hands were shaking when I put down my courier with zero percent hull um and managed to to hold Thank it you. together by think, holding my breath and keeping my knees together until it finally touched down. Amazing. It's
3: Should have been a
2: special. Oh, just just ahead of Scikit and the regulation Cobra.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Had I done Okinawa baby and breaking an entry would be a different story. But I didn't get the I didn't get the opportunity to do so, which was Real friggin' annoying PC. Could you have broken like you may, you know, the end of this week when I'm not doing anything? Um, yeah,
7: yeah <laughs> I'm really you're, angry you're... at my
1: computer, but ne- the next buckyball race, um, will be nice and cozy for you, Colin. That's um, I know you know, pareco is never stressful. <laughs>
2: Never, tre- never stressful at all. No.
1: Pereco's nice and simple. It's just a nice little jaunt. You don't even need to jump through systems. It's fine.
2: Uh, Alec, have you ever thought of actually doing um, genuine buckyball side by side races where people actually start at the same time in the same instance and see how they do?
3: Well yeah we we we're, we're just getting into the idea of doing some live races. So we had the event I talked about last week which was a bit mm-hmm. of SRV racing around ships, but um I think Pareco is an obvious one. I think mm. we will try and have a live event either at the beginning or end of Pareco, one with yeah. uh,
2: just just a silly everybody in regulation cobra and see how, how we all do. It. yeah.
6: Cuz cuz <laughs> inviting people to people... come along and shoot video of
3: yeah, Should I mean, for people that him. don't know, you know, Pereco is six stations in very close orbit, and you're just zooming in and out of each station as fast as you can, really. So, so, so there's lots of going through mail slots, which um, yeah, couldn't possibly go wrong if lots of people were doing it. live.
1: for sure, <laughs> it's not going to be a cluster at all, and all of those, all of those um, times will be accepted and not looked at at all in the slightest.
2: And yeah. of course, well, if there's an accidental weapon fire on that one, I, I guess. I guess that could be acceptable.
1: Not with the Cobra, there won't be because you <laughs> won't have weapons. Uh,
2: I thought I thought we had weapons on the regulation nope. Cobra. Nope. Was
1: that, was, that was last year.
3: They were oh, optional. Right. They were optional for this race. You could put them back on um, to blow the tunnel doors open. Mm-hmm. You're only supposed to blow, the, the, blow, blow the bloody, bloody doors, off. doors open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, dear. Yes. So we have a... Uh, it was a fantastic buckyball i'm glad everybody enjoyed it i have enjoyed alex alex
3: videos yeah we'll put it in the show notes the the, the thing i described my adventure i did actually make a video of it so um we should probably link that as well
2: um yeah in addition though um not only has as buckyball uh been fun for a lot of people it's actually re um ignited other people's love for the game
3: it has Uh, can i can i talk to this colin actually because i want i
2: I was Mind. just about to hand over to it's, you, oh, sorry, because um, uh, Commander Homburger turns up in my stream when I'm doing streaming quite a lot. So I just want to say it's, it's very nice to see him see him back.
3: But I'll hand over to Alec. Yeah, it's it's lovely we mentioned um foxy loxy who was the guy who um has come to elite from star citizen and has been mm-hmm. making his videos he's he's very prolific there's a video coming out every day and i'm watching them all um what is lovely is not just the videos themselves and his sort of super enthusiastic um completely innocent kind of wide-eyed wonder at everything and he's he's you know, just buying weapons and looking at ships and flying to in Empire space to get rank, and he's just just gobbling it all up. He's loving it. It's it's brilliant. But what's really nice is the reaction, both on the forum and in the comments, to to this. Um, and it, it's what we've said on the show. But just, I, I think a lot of people who've been around the game a long time are just finding it very um, reinvigorating. Seeing someone see it all with fresh eyes and being reminded how amazing it all is you know all the stuff that we've got very used to um seeing somebody experience it all for the first time reminds you um which reminds which sort of brings me on to homburger's post um so uh, homburger's been maintaining a blog he covers all sorts of things but he, he covers buckyball races um really nice blog posts uh and and i love this one it's called Reignition. Um, the title, you know, it's sort of a, it, it's a nice sort of racing theme. The idea of igniting your thrusters and setting off, but really, it's about how he um, stopped playing after the last Buckyball Sort of found himself drifting away from the game, and and he, he sort of stopped playing. And then, because he was doing the blog, he he, he wanted to, he sort of made himself take part and um take part in the race so that he could blog about it. And he had a moment when he was. So, so one of the um, one of the obstacles is you have to do this loop around the station, and you have to fly around a habitation ring. So he's he's flying around a habitation ring, and you know he's sort of experiencing, being reminded again of how brilliant it is to fly a spaceship and how they feel and move and have their unique personalities. And he's looking up, he's looping around, and looking up at the habitation ring as he's going round, um, and it just. It just completely sort of reignited his love of the game. So he's written this really lovely blog post that we will link in the show notes. But if you will indulge me, I wouldn't mind just reading a paragraph just to give people a sense of it, because I think it's lovely writing and it's it's lovely stuff about this game that we like. So he says, um, this game, this game, it is so beautiful, exhilarating and full of awe. The way we can fly, the way our ships behave. The way each ship has a personality of its very own. The things we can do. And the community that is the web that binds us all together. The things that this community creates for us to do. Every moment of sheer joy that I've had interacting with this remarkable jungle of code. Hyperspace jumping for the first time. Splitting an asteroid to reveal the core. Watching the deep red sunrise in a bright pink sky in an oxygen atmosphere getting caught by and then totally hypnotised by the way the light bends around a black hole, discovering my very first, first discovered world. All this I had done and loved, and yet there is still so much more I have yet to experience in this marvellous game. Nice stuff.
1: I've got a little bit of moist of eye listening to that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful, and it's a very long yeah. post that goes into the race, but also goes into a lot more about his, his feelings about the game. It's, it's great stuff. Yeah, very I mean, inspirational. This... We all I think we all get at some point
2: jaded and, and a bit um bored or mm-hmm. lost when playing this game. And sometimes it is best to take a break, uh, walk away and then come back to it. And when you do come back to it, you suddenly it, it does feel like um it's hit you all again because you know, you see all this uh this stuff again for the first time. And it it's it's a, it reminds me of a Doctor Who quote where the, a companion asked the Doctor, why do you bring me along? Why do you bring me along when you've seen all this and you know all this fantastic stuff? And he goes, because I've seen it that much, I've forgotten what it's like. When I see somebody else see it for the first time, I then re- remember and appreciate how wonderful it is. And yes. that that's the kind Probably. of thing that I'm getting from both um, uh, Homburger's um, uh, Kind of uh, blog post, and also yeah. Foxy Loxy's appreciation of of the game, and uh, and also you know going back to, all the way to uh, to other streamers who have been doing it for the first time, and, and just sort of yeah, and and like I've said before, there's there's a whole load of new people coming into the game, and they're they're looking at Odyssey and the results that the the reviews that Odyssey has gotten and going, why is this yeah marked down so badly? and then you have to explain the whole thing of oh yeah when it launched it was rubbish but now they've they've done a no man's sky on it and it's vastly improved to what it was i
1: I really i really enjoy the juxtaposition of you saying why is it um why why is it marked down so badly and the imagery that i can i could then see on stream of like people halfway off a balcony (laughs) there's something there's something comedic about us being so um talking about how beautiful and wonderful this game is because I'm, I'm not denying that this game is beautiful and wonderful <laughs> but there were people halfway through walls ah
2: <laughs> oh, there's graphic timing for you just, isn't I it
1: just, I, just, I just love it so much that it's like that's the joy that elite gives me
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pay no attention to the people on the balcony I
1: mean it is, it is tough finally off the balcony <laughs>
6: So one of the things I think that that makes so much of this stuff possible possible for people like us to put what might seem like unreasonable amounts of of passion and and commitment and and attention and curiosity into this game is that there's something about it the sort of fundamental integrity um, and I think it has to do with the way the physical models work. I mean, a lot of mm-hmm. the time, just flying a spaceship is one of the best things to do in this game. And the ways that they've managed to weave it together into a sort of physical tapestry that may, you know what you learn doing deep core mining a year later turns out to be incredibly useful when you're fighting thargoid interceptors and you know lessons from one place translate to someplace else because it is connected and and consistent it's not a bunch of stitched together mini games yeah um, and and there are things that we wish it had that it doesn't in some cases because they have generally leaned into that integrity yeah. as opposed to giving us something gee whiz option. But it's a little tricky when Odyssey is involved because that is kind of what they did. And so I, I, I just try and try and treat it with some whimsy, you know, and say, oh it's yeah. great in this game we love that people spawn in the middle of the floor and there are there are cardboard magnetic pizza boxes somehow stuck to the floor in a zero oh gravity station. And I'm at least we have diet. sippy cups now and and uh Oh, yeah, it's probably oh a good in the long run that it, it gives us something to laugh about in the empty space uh, and unexplored territory. And...
2: I'm sorry, this this um, this mega shit that Chris is running around at the moment. It looks oh like it's God. been halfway through the the Philadelphia experiment, hasn't it? <laughs> this,
1: this is so funny. My face hurts.
2: Yeah, they were us gushing about how good the we... game is
1: just it was the it was juxtaposition i had to point it out it's just, don't get me wrong elite is beautiful and incredible and an absolute masterpiece but this is so fucking funny i'm
2: sorry that girl there who sat on the seat just wrong that would bring tears to your eyes uh, just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has got such good posture look at the way she leans back on nothing <laughs>
2: Oh, oh dear. Yeah. As, as hashtag this game. Yeah. There you yeah. go.
6: TFG, as we say in loose screws space. TFG.
2: <laughs> oh my God. We love it. Most right. of the Right. Um,. Yeah. That brings us to the end of the community news for the moment. If you have a community event, which is taking place soon, and would like to shout about it across the airwaves, tweet the crew at Lave Radio or email info at com. Um, incidentally, one of the things that I would like to, to put in into the community section is that what with ECM and uh, the Bird the Pit thing coming up, I was checking over the Elite Miniatures game, and apart from one set of counters which I've got to reprint, we're all ready to go. Amazing. So, um, what I'm going to ask is, uh, I'm going to be putting up a, uh, a a form soon to try and, I think I'll be able to get about four or five games in per per day. So if you want to play, then I'll be putting up a form quite soon to uh, for people to, to line up. I think I can do about four to five people per turn. So, yeah. Right. Can we have a small amount of adverts? New
0: from Azimuth Biotech. It's Tickle Me Thargoid. Tickle Me Thargoid is fun for all the family. Teach your little anti-Zeno commander the difference between an Orthrus and a Cyclops, a basilisk and a Medusa.
7: Count the hearts. One, two, three, four. It's a cyclops. <laughs>
0: Teach them their weakness and how to exploit them.
1: Now rip out the hearts. One by one. I don't want to. Do it. Using the tool. Do it. Now stomp on its face. Smash its face in.
7: I've got them.
0: Tickle Me Thargoid, available now from branches of Lave Toy Depot and other retailers.
3: How you doing my brother? So you run some data and you left your little sidey and you're starting to think about maybe a ship that can punch a little bit harder. Well the killback, the one with the little flappy
0: wings, is just what the doctor ordered. It is multi-crew enabled and is the smallest ship with a fighter bay. So you can point and they will do your bidding. Ha!
3: It's got three utility mounts, two small and two medium hard points, plus a whole batch of compartments. So if you want a bit of fun, grab a killback, my son.
1: Listen here, ladies. While your man is out and about bringing home the bacon, you need to make sure you look your best, which is why we present to you our Lady Shave. It's small enough to fit into your dainty lady hands and releases a perfumed scent as you cut away that ghastly body hair.
4: Listen here, ladies. Say no to substandard shaving. At Saracen, we believe a woman deserves a shave as good as a man's. Introducing the Pamphor Clipper for women. Gone are the days of your unruly body hair making you look like a bedraggled alpaca. The Pamphor Clipper is the biggest baddest shaver credits can buy. And now, it's available in pink. A shave so smooth, you'll need a tighter dominator suit. The new Pamper Clipper Lady Shave from Saracen. It's exactly what you've been asking for in pink. You want a working classic? Built stronger to last longer?
0: A ship that'll go on and on with no dangling wires?
4: jump across the black haul to every station and when the goids come close we got some firepower too lake on spaceways engineered and mechanically designed to stay on the job put a lake on on your payroll
1: there's bargains 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 at etienne dawn's unspecified meat emporium etienne dawn's unspecified meat emporium haven't just been slicing carcasses but also slicing their prices. All unspecified meat sausages, now two for the price of what? A pack of assorted meat steaks, now with 50% more meat at half the price. How about chops? A surprising meat chops now also 50% off. And introducing our massive meat hamper, it's a family of four. No, 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 that should say feeds a family of four, right? To the script,
0: Claire. It says it's a family of four.
1: Okay, I'll stick to the script.
0: Yeah, you do that.
1: It's a family of four. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Find us in the Lave Business Directory or visit us next to the Station Mortuary. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. You'll wonder how our prices are so low.
2: And welcome back. Um, so, what in-game events have been happening this week? Well, there are three, of which one we'll talk about later. But on Thursday, the 27th of July, the Dedicant uh, quest actually yielded some results. Now, this is the um, the actual write-up of the uh, little mini-quest mini, t- mini quest that we had the previous week for, to find out what had happened to the, the megaship. Uh, and, yeah, so... We but managed, it was really
1: it was it was really relatively quick mm. between um dropping that uh dropping that little tidbit of information and then giving the results because the results fully spoil the systems that you can go to um to go and find the things, which now kind of makes sense and I can understand why they would they would post them there based on Based on today's events, but at the time I was like, "Why are they spoiling this so quickly? Why why are they not allowing people to work it out anymore?"
3: Yeah. Can I yeah. ask, Claire? Um, because yeah. I because I was so busy practicing and bucketballing balling that I haven't done any of this. Mm-hmm. Given what I can see in this Galnet article, is it worth going to those intermediate systems if I'm not particularly fussed about doing the the code breaking? No, well, unless you no
0: want
1: one now. extra
3: million. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's worth doing.
1: No I not, mean, not I, now I would you go have to the end
3: I would go to hit 19912 I guess but w- is it worth going to like Wuniers and Ollering and Quackemo no,
1: Not really because that's the things where that's what telling you those are the the only things that you get from there are bits and pieces of the scrambled message which has been revealed gotcha. and um the the clues oh, to the next anyway. spot, yeah, gotcha. which are which are all sort of like listed in the answers. So it it might be it might be fun to just go and do it, and then you can figure out where you've gone. Make maybe you can figure out where you've gone wrong with some of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you it, It's you've got the answers to then move to the next thing. You can you can use that to your use that to your favor. But you've got everything that you need from this. The one thing that you don't get, and I believe this is this is still the case. If you went and did this in that week, you then got a message today. I don't think you got a message today if you didn't do this.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: Sure. Have you logged in post uh, post the update, Alec?
3: Yes. Did you get a message? No, but I haven't done any of this yet.
1: Yeah, well, that's fine. I was just that's double checking whether that, was, whether that was true. I had it confirmed from a yeah. couple of people. I just wanted another confirmation of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I did it. And yes, I got the message when I first logged in. Same. So yes, uh, it, you would have had to have got the the million credits in order to to get the the follow on message, mm-hmm. which was yeah fine. Um, the other thing that uh, happened this week was um, there was a on the twenty eighth there was the Thargoid war update from uh, Vox Galactica, uh, effectively saying that well at the moment things have st- are stalemated. Uh, it's been hard to keep up with the with the. Uh, the the pace um, and sometimes the news out the the speed of news is out uh, pacing our ability to report it but it does mean that the at the moment the naval forces are actually containing the thargoids and in some cases pushing them back however they they, they did drop a hint that um, there is so little that we know about the thargoids goodness knows what will happen next Well, Um,
1: mm. well, they didn't just say that. The one thing that stuck out more than anything on that last on that article was, hey, um, people are reporting that they're eating more people, (laughs) like they 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 they, they're yanking more um more cargo, uh, more um, occupied escape pods, yeah. Um, so that might be troubling. And then when you sit that on top of the the drops that or the information that um, Elite Dangerous Partners were able to share on Friday with Mm. the imagery of the scythes picking up like a metric butt-ton of escape pods, then concerns.
2: Very, very concerned. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and They did mention that the uh, azimuth biotech being uh, creating new weapons, uh, but they also acknowledged that Aegis or Aegis is definitely in the lead with both public sentiment and government support, uh, as opposed to this time last year. <laughs> so it will yeah. be hard
1: for them to have any less support than they did this time last year, to be fair. <laughs> it
2: was very, very, uh, underplayed. Yes. So, um, mm. now obviously with the release, something big has happened today. And we will talk about that later on. Um, yeah there is uh we will also be showing the, some st- uh, stuff that we've got with the scythe in the in uh, later on in the show as well i- i guess it's that time of the week again
7: score
2: a lot Excellent, and welcome back. Now, there is a fantastic new addition to the store. Uh, Just allow me this. I'm going to say it's hoodies, hoodie, hoodie, yum, yum. We now have the Nomad gear set. This is for our commanders to walk about in if we want to look basically, well, like like a bunch of people with Asbos. Um,
1: Nah, I like it. You look like Mysterio with a hood. It's shiny.
2: That's who I was trying to think of. Yes, Mysterio. Hmm. So yeah, we've got the Nomad gear set, which is added to the uh, to the store. Um, and as with these gear sets, they're all interchangeable, so you can you can take, say, the trousers from it and mix and match it with other sets and things like that. So uh, they do have a, a nice set of of colours: purple, mm-hmm. brown, and green, amongst them. Uh, yeah, I must admit, I. I could be tempted here.
1: <laughs> they're a bit different, isn't they?
2: Yeah. But, uh, hmm. So, yay or nay, psychic?
1: Very, very tensive. Like, kind of, I want, I, I, yeah, yeah I would, I would kind of like them. They're, they're pretty cool. I don't, I, I love the purple hood. I love mm. the purple hood. I don't know if I like the purple hood, for 10 pounds which would be effectively the only reason I'm buying that set do you know what i mean <laughs> um do do i like do i, do I like the purple had 10 pounds worth um or do i prefer the pink splatter that i currently have running over my my helmet with the retro thing over the top of it i think i prefer the retro thing so maybe on a christmas sale i might i might buy that mm.
2: do you know what i mean i'm just looking at the uh the face helmets is that completely reflective i hope so looks like yeah it looks like it's
3: yeah, it
6: a it? like spherical mirror yeah
3: i'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to screenshots of amazing things reflected in these helmets
6: oh
1: yeah that's a group good selfies
6: good. huddled in around somebody yeah. fingers of crossed
1: okay. fingers crossed they're not it's not generic you know you know the game city skylines i don't know if any of you've played city skylines but when you get um a lot of buildings in a row with a reflective surface, they reflect mm-hmm. a city that doesn't exist. And I hope that this isn't the case for these. Looking elements. at the
6: preview Im- images, it seems like they've gone out of their way to make it clear that's not the case. I, I hope so. the individual color ones, there's a different planetary surface you can see reflecting in each visor. And in the one with them standing together, you can see looks like a binary star, and one maybe even has someone's shadow reflecting in it. So hopefully proper. Yeah. I spherical so. mirror hope reflections hope so. would be a nice touch.
1: Yeah, it, it. I'm. I'm optimistic that that is the case because I I'm front am pretty good at that. So um, I. It, it did when I first saw it. It did give me waves of fear, though.
6: you are yeah. just going to have an airbrushed, airbrushed planet on everybody's face.
2: Yeah. I must admit. Uh, I mean, I haven't bought something from the uh, from the store for quite a while. I think I'm due. I, I think I'm due a new set of suits, and I think. <laughs> I, uh, to be honest, uh, with all the ones that have been out lately, I think this this is the set that I'm I'm going to be quite happy with. So I will be, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I I'm I with you,
3: Colin. Actually, I actually reached for my arcs today. Uh, turns out I've only got 800 left, so I'm going to buy <laughs> some. But but I saw some stories of somebody um, else buying some arcs and then all their money disappeared and they didn't get any. So I thought yeah. maybe I maybe I will wait until after patch day to make, <laughs> to buy my arcs.
1: Maybe yeah, that,
2: that, that might be that worth it today. Our, our second tech was buying arcs during the update
3: and didn't get his arcs credited to him. It's in support mm. at the moment, Chris. Well, can you buy
1: your arcs during uh, the update?
3: No. <laughs> I have to say on this on this nomad gear set that um the the Burr Pit, crew are leaping up they've been leaping up and down screaming in their discord for about three hours now um they like these a lot <laughs> yeah
1: they were they Basically. were featured, they, they were featured on the last like preview kind of kind like very with a caveat of kind of on the last preview things that we got with the was the person driving around in the SUV shooting at the revenants in the Scorpion and shooting at the revenants, they did the flick down and they had one of these hoods on, right? Because
3: right. because I I got the sense that people expected this to be coming and yeah, um, whether it was a content creators thing or whether it was just something i'd missed, but yeah i got the sense that people were expecting these
1: i remember i remember having a full dm dm conversation with the burkitts going huds is this a new outfit is this something <laughs> and um yeah. Then yeah. it didn't come to fruition so i i can appreciate why they're excited about it because we've right. been, been sat waiting for this for a really long time now <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's um, quite yeah, a lot of money, epic. though, isn't it? You could buy a real hood for that. Well, I tell you for a fact, you can buy a Clint Eastwood Man with No Name cape for that much money.
2: <laughs> Is um, that how much they are? It's quite it's expensive. A, these ones.
1: It's called a poncho. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it's the sixteen, the sixteen two fifty. However much, like your normal, most of your your the suit um, options are about sixteen sixteen two fifty arcs because mm. of how many different variations that you get within it as well there's a lot more to it because it can go over all three of your suits as well um it's not just a kit or a skin for one ship so effectively you I'm i feel like i'm making a sales pitch but effectively you are getting more of a bang for your buck with these things um i just i just don't know if i want to spend 10 pound on one purple herd at the moment maybe no, in a couple you, know. you also you also okay. can just could just earn them i
6: was just doing some quick back of the envelope math and following some of them. um i think you could have them by may or june of next year so you can save I'm your sure money and be... just earn up all the arcs 400 a week i think it is comes out to about 40 weeks so also with
1: christmas when we get the christmas <laughs> arcs as there well and also maybe, maybe there'll be a january so by that point in january we'll be able to get it <laughs>
3: I've a yeah, Christmas I, I thing got, where you like, get more each day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll probably be able to get it in, in the January sales.
6: Right, right, the Christmas bonus.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm going to be stupid enough to buy that. Yes. I'm I'm going to be stupid enough to buy them, I think. <laughs> just to... I mean,
1: when you consider when you can consider cosmetics for other games, oh, kikri. it's not too bad. <laughs>
2: When you consider the, you know the cosmetics for other games, the Elite Dangerous again is quite good value for money.
6: <laughs>
1: for sure, for sure, hundred percent.
2: I think
6: agree. I think they're going to I think they're going to sell a lot of these. I I really I'm a sucker for a space blanket. You know, it's such a low tech <laughs> object that shows up in in space games. And this one, it, the way if you have them, you know, all enabled at the same time, there are enough bits that appear and disappear. You could even have the kind of grand tartan thing going on. It's all one. It's all one blanket that goes from your left knee to the top of your hood and wraps around. And and then, yeah, obviously the, the shellfish bowl on top is going to, I think, it's going to make a lot of friends.
2: I mean, Alec does know that the Space Cowboy poncho uh, space suit is already in the game.
1: That is true. That is true. You yeah. can live out your cl- um, Clint Eastwood <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, that
3: is true.
6: How much of this can you comp- combine with the poncho?
3: See, I quite like this. It's, it's the mirrored, the it's the mirrored helmet that... Uh, that has me intrigued for the screenshot potential.
1: If you could do the mirrored helmet with the, the cowboy hat, that'd be sexy. You won't, you definitely will not be able to do that. But if you could, that'd be good. Why do you say that? Because it's it's a one piece, isn't it? The hat, Uh, the hat is just a single piece. So, um, I oh, see.
3: Be. You're saying the hood comes with the shiny.
1: I think the hood and the shiny are all one piece, and they all right. go together. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure I get either the splatter on my helmet or I get the retro helmet. I don't get one or the other. Thinking about it now, the more I thought about it, the, the more splatter. I was like, "I'm wrong." Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can. I think it's just the, the one. Okay. The one item for that.
3: Yeah. Remember, so, kids. Have sex. Put a hat on your splatter.
1: Put a hat on your splatter. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Oh no. Oh, no, that really hurts me.
3: (laughs) Physically, I don't
1: like it at all in the slightest. How about we come... Are we in a position, Chris, to be able to show the information about the size that we have?
4: Uh, Yes, we can. Ladies and gentlemen, pilots of the galaxy, prepare yourselves for the most sinister and enigmatic hunter-class vessel to ever emerge from the depths of space. Introducing the Scythe. The latest terror of the Fargoid fleet in Update 16. Now, I know you've encountered the Glaive from Update 15, but let me tell you, the Scythe is an entirely different beast. A breed apart from the norm. Its purpose, its intent, shrouded in mystery. When the Scythe appears on your radar, you'll need to be sharp, pilots. Understanding its target selection is key to surviving its relentless pursuit. It ain't your regular combat vessel, oh no. This vessel dances to a tune only the Fargoids know. But wait, there's more. Not only does the Scythe boast an arsenal of tools we know too well, but it's equipped with brand new weapons designed to strike fear into the hearts of even the bravest commanders. What exactly is its purpose, you ask? Brace yourselves, dear listeners, for it is unlike anything you've seen before. The Scythe has a singular sinister objective, and you, my friends, will bear witness to it in Update 16. Join our expert pilots and learn the secrets of battling the Scythe. Together, we'll uncover its chilling mysteries and reveal its weaknesses. So gear up, get ready, and brace yourself for the ultimate challenge. Update 16 brings with it a relentless adversary, but remember, you're not alone in this fight. Tune in, fellow commanders, and equip yourselves with knowledge and courage, fight for humanity, and let's show the Scythe what we're made of. The Scythe is coming, and the Fargoids won't know what hit them. Don't miss this epic showdown, update 16, it's survival of the fittest, and we know you've got what it takes. Brought to you by Lave Radio Network. United we stand, divided they'll fall. Stay tuned, and fly safe out there, commanders
1: absolutely amazing absolutely blinking amazing i love you i love you very much chris that's um incredible um folks um um, colin's had to step away for a second so we're going to talk a little bit about the hoods being one thing that you can we've had it confirmed that the hoods are definitely only one thing so you can't put the hood on and then take the hood off or you can't put a, a hat onto a reflective thing which is what we were looking for um chris has gone and done the thing where he's confirmed it for me um thank you chris appreciate <laughs> we're going to talk about the size a little bit um as three people who have not um come across the size as of yet which mm-hmm. um, <laughs> feels a little bit a little bit problematic but um i've s- got a little bit
6: of third-party information. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I went straight to where the Dedicant stuff was because that was the stuff that interested me the most. Because that tasty, tasty lore, you can plug it to my veins, but I suppose
3: the scythes would be lore as well. Does does anyone know where we can find these things? Like um, Indigo, you were saying you caught some on stream. So is it random or are there places we can go to find scythes?
1: I have no idea. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. I have a little bit of information about that coming from um, Apathos, um, who says that in his one encounter with them so far, they behave quite differently to the others. That, um, he would suggest having some escape pods in your cargo when you do. He has found them in combat aftermath sites, um, but one ship pulled. Um, oh, one of them pulled him over while he was on the way back to his carrier in non thargoid controlled space.
3: Ooh.
1: Um, the Fargoid pirates. Yeah.
3: So they're straying outside of their controlled space to get our escape pods.
1: I, I've also heard that the limpets that they have are can also be hatchbreaker limpets. Am I incorrect in saying that? Do, can either of you confirm that? I don't know if they
6: are the I do know that they have something that acts as a hatchbreaker limpet. It's probably the same the same yeah. thing. But if you have them in your hold, they will they will do their best to
3: hack their way in and what I find sort of escape pods
6: which is so strange.
3: Yeah. What I find slightly funny about this is that we (laughs) as commanders we don't normally fly around with our ships full of occupied escape pods. But because this looks fun Ironically, we are now all going to start flying around with our ships full of occupied escape pods, hoping we get interdicted so that we can see this amazing thing.
1: I feel I feel like vindicated in having 150 um, escape pods in my fleet carrier at the moment. Oh, nice!
3: That's,
1: I don't know whether or not that's the exact figure, but um, there was um, someone came into my chat today and was like, oh, "I'm really happy that I've got 65 um, escape pods," and I was like, "Though the rookie number, son, on you go." <laughs> Which you can Ma- now sell for, t- for so
3: much. <laughs> yes, yeah. indeed. I, I, uh, I, I, I Marrow. Little marrow in chat says you need to be in thargoid controlled systems or adjacent ones. If you are carrying escape pods, they will interdict you. Well, the, so they actually are mm. the thargoid pirates, then. So
1: they have a they have this red pulse as well that goes mm. out, which I haven't seen from any other thargoid. Um. Uh. But um. <laughs> Shane, my mate, you're you're not in an escape pod, so you're fine. I'm not gonna kill you and put you in an escape pod. You're all right. Um we
2: He's lying. You will be in trouble.
1: <laughs>
2: you know, you know the, you know that bit in Battlestar Galactica right? where they put the people into pods and they turn. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, like, I don't.
1: <laughs> that's
2: that's psychics. Like that's psychics like damn it, away. I thought
1: that was a, an original idea. Um, <laughs> they've got this red pulse. I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely curious if they only go for the occupied escape pods and not the other types of escape pods. So they have to have like. There's the occupied escape pods, and then there's a the damaged escape pod, and then there's the one that's empty or something.
3: Well, that's an easy way yeah. to test that. I'm yeah, desperate the... to
1: test that. That's my that's like on my my next list. Of oh, things hang on, to oh, you've do. missed
3: one. You've missed one out of the equation, circuit. So, okay. so we've What's got that? we've got occupied escape pods, unoccupied,
1: and yes. damaged.
3: Damaged. Also, take some slaves so we can test free floating humans.
1: D- <laughs> d- d- if you you. I don't know of a way to...
3: Can we not eject oh, slaves? Oh, just like Yes, you can save. eject slaves. Yeah, oh, that's a really good idea. Just, no, 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 will will they take free-floating humans, or do well, they, they have to Yeah, be... will they
1: just take them in their canisters? Or classes? are they fussy?
3: They, they, they only like them if they're sealed fresh. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: they Because, yeah, you've got imperial slaves and you've got unregistered slaves. So, you know, this, you know... I mean this come on, let's face so it. Dark. If you saw a sausage lying on the ground, you wouldn't eat it. But if it was packaged, you might risk it. <laughs>
2: <Good>. <laughs> so basically you're seeing a big Mac on the floor. If it's on the floor all spread out, you don't touch it. If it's still in its carton. <laughs> oh
1: my God, this is really dark and I love it. I'm proud of you all, but <laughs> so we're so the idea is we've got to get dummies. Occupied, unoccupied, and then just slaves. I wonder if they've got a, um, they've got a taste for imperial slaves as so, well. Whether it has to be an imperial slave or it can be a normal slave.
2: Well, imperial slaves are supposed to be better, the, the better quality of slave, aren't they?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I am really troubled by this.
6: There's been this quiet background saga of escape pods uh, since hit 22460, I think yeah. after that update. All of a sudden, anybody you killed popped out in an escape pod, and I have hundreds of them on my fleet carrier after of uh, productive days working the hot Jupiter EOI. And uh, all of a sudden, now you know you blow up one little beluga, and you've got thirty escape pods floating out. Um, And I can I can absolutely see someone eight months ago, twelve months ago, outlining how people were going to be using escape pods as an important tool to fight. The war because earlier on that was what it was going to be before the little kerfuffle with tissue sand yeah clearly don't care about and i can see somebody saying we're going to introduce a mechanic where you go in and you rescue people and then you can use those to turn systems back and then the thargoids are going to figure it out and they're going to start doing piracy and trying to steal them back but that part i think hasn't really happened again Mostly because of the tissue sample thing, so now it's going to be more like people will gravitate back toward picking up escape pods, but mostly so that they can then Eat use them and then study, yeah, for slides and maybe sell them to people who don't want to go find their own. Or yeah, it, it's you know you you can see how game developers plan out value structures and and chains of. Event to try and steer player behavior over long periods of time. It takes to develop something, and and sometimes there's continuity, and other times it's like, now we're gonna go hunting mm. for escape pods so that we can go thargoid fishing.
2: Yeah, I mean it does it does well. we're hoping this goes hand in hand that the the escape pods, oh, sorry, the sampling is dialed down a bit. So I that, hope you know, so. Not a, not a lot, but enough so that evasion systems start coming up again.
1: For sure. It's,
2: we've got far far too good at um at stopping the alerts thanks to that so fingers crossed so i mean that that's a scythe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it i uh, i'm looking forward to seeing and, and tangling with one i've got my i've got my asp and my uh, my crate mark too ready to take them on so bring it on they, uh, they
1: they've got the pincy hands at the front they're going to be real scary <laughs>
2: Yes, they will be. They they should be real scary. Um, and this is on only from, the
1: second one as well. If they go in fours, like the interceptors did, if they go in fours, we're we we're gonna be fucked. Where's your your?
2: It's not. The, the, it's basically we've got more targets of opportunity.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh let me know how many I tell you what next time once you've gone and found one let me know how many of your asps you get handed
2: to you <laughs> we'll see yes <laughs> um, right so obviously the side is something to to tangle with which I'm, I'm really looking forward to now this is the other thing now me and Alec uh, haven't been involved in this yet um, I know that you two have so what we're going to do is if you do not want to hear about the the Dedicant, then uh, consider this a spoiler warning, because we're going to go into it with a little bit of detail now for about five, 10 minutes. So, um, you know, go put a cup of tea on or something like that, or <laughs> coffee if you're in the in the States, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to you. So, the Dedicant has been found, oh my God. and um, you guys we're said sure. there's some audio logs there. Yeah. Many. 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 And it's yeah, scary. It's,
6: a, it's a major production. Yeah. Wear your waterproof, your waterproof Magna pants.
1: It's, it's not, it, it. how to, how to describe it, how to describe it without, I don't want to go into too much detail because I think it, I think this is one which is incredibly important for people to, um to, people to listen to firsthand because it is voice acted immaculately. Um, There's five, different voices like Mm -hmm. i'll say there's five different primary voices that you will hear i feel like that's a better a better way to describe it the five different primary voices you will hear i believe there are 10 points to scan on the dedicant so um each of these voices have a part one and a part two right um i would uh, obviously we're in Thargoid space so i ended up dropping in and dropping in scanning a few hopping back out when i i did not take the correct ship to go and do this but hopping back out and then hopping back in i would advise maybe taking a, a, a titan ship
3: i was going to say what is a good ship coming I mean, cold uh, yeah.
1: I, I would say a titan ship however um i got a message from um husband i believe was it husband a second ago um. Yeah. Um. He got the messages from the Dedican Um. Old, however, the Thargoids still saw them at um. Thirteen percent heat. Whoa. So, um. So I mean, like signs out if you want. Um. But there there were ten. There were ten um logs to go and get. Um. They, it, it's like every each one of them is kind of like the part one is a build up and the part two it's they, they, they're all like little mini arcs of things that are happening. There's two are um two or crew uh, or crew of the the alpha squadron and people like that. So the Federation um escorts and then three are far god uh cultists. Right. Yeah that that's probably the information I will get there is there is some regret there is some fear there are some background noises that I can still hear the more I think about it. Um, it, it is incredibly traumatic in some instances and beautiful in other places. And I've seen so many people just tweeting like random lines from it. Mm-hmm.
6: Um Yeah, there's genuine there's genuine intrigue and new dimensions to mm-hmm. story possibilities that before. It's either a really good idea or a terrible idea to watch it in a darkened room with good headphones on. Um Depending on your on your character and constitution, it uh, <clears throat> excuse me has the potential to be a a either meaningful or traumatic uh, game experience. But um, it seems very very well crafted and and yeah, Pleasant to see that the the Argol has not just been a throwaway joke tossed to the corners of the galaxy.
1: It it reminded uh, me yeah. it, it reminded me a little bit of um the I'm gonna forget their names again and Katie told me them earlier the um the two Far God bases
3: oh yeah
1: um in the abandoned bases um, The it, planet ones yeah, yeah 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 because they have um like logs from different people yes. as well and it and it really it harked back to that but also modernized it for the current scenario and everything that's going on and uh, there there are things that there's little bits of nuance within the writing and um historical things that the narrative team are picking up like little tiny um drips and draps here here and there that are um picking up story beats from years ago that he's that they're still using now and 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 it it's really making it really makes it feel more grounded when it's so fantastical, yeah, yeah uh,
2: I think I think we've highlighted that it is essential content to experience
1: 100% worth it worth the downtime alone easily worth your money for um for um elite. <laughs> any money that you've ever spent on elite is worth it on these. I thought it was brilliant. Not what I expected, and, but fantastic. And regarding the environment, I would say it is not an especially hot zone
6: for AX activity. Um, I think a couple of Cyclops spawned and a couple of scouts. So um as long glazed. as you've got your wits about or did you really?
7: I got as glazed. It was, got I got you, glazed you it was okay, real but- bad.
1: <laughs> I got so, it, it made me super sad it's not it, be, prepared, um, say, be prepared to go
6: in two or three times in order to get sure? all of them and if you have to rebuy then you know never fly without one so yeah
2: yeah okay then um i think we will we'll leave that there and we'll come back to obviously this is going to going to be something that's that's going to run and run um as far as any other business this week um just to touch on um, has anybody apart from me played Homeworld? Am I the only person who's played Homeworld before? Sounds like it. <clears throat> Crickets. Crickets. Right.
1: No, I haven't played it, sorry.
2: Wow. Um so this is this game really
6: dangerous that I play mostly and it, it kind of cuts <laughs> into my into my other, other game time?
2: Yeah, well um as far as real time strategies are concerned real time strategies games are concerned, everybody was really excited when in the old ta- on the old times when um, you could just do it on a two D map. Homeworld is a complete three D experience as you guide a fleet in a Battlestar Galactica um, trip to dr- from a exiled planet to their homeworld, and it is one of the best um, RTSs there there is. Especially this free remastered version that you can get on the Epic Store until the 3rd of August
1: i tell you what um, else you can get on the Epic Store you can get The Expanse the Telltale game, The Expanse it's really good yeah anyway. but not for
2: free though
1: <laughs> I mean uh, yeah I know it's not for free but it, it's still really good
2: yeah uh, so I mean I cannot um, I, uh, I cannot if, you, if this, this game is, is utterly brilliant you cannot you, you cannot skip it you've got to give it at least one, a go uh, so yeah uh that's homeworld
1: um I feel like yes. my, my epic game store is completely full of all of the games that are free on epic i'm just like yeah sure i'll get it i might play it eventually <laughs> why yeah. would you not at this point
2: <laughs> the only thing that i haven't played yet on, on the epic store and i'm scared to is alien isolation in vr <laughs>
1: oh god i i've like there's been I've, I've wanted to complete that so many times um it's it's the right kind of scary it doesn't it does some jump scares but it's doesn't it's not like super scary i uh, imagine in vr is fucking terrifying <laughs> i definitely oh, would do that
2: oh yeah if i remember rightly that with the um uh when uh, i can't remember i think it was ed who told me when ed was the uh the community manager for Elite Dangerous, they had set this thing up at Gamescom or something like that right next to it because they were doing the, the, the VR experience. They had Alien Isolation next to them and oh. the amount of people that came out of there shaking with white faces, <laughs> he said, looking slightly sick.
1: Alien Isolation's quite old now as well and it still holds up graphically.
2: I know. Anyway, um, on on the subject of scary, scary shows
1: it's not scary it's not scary um my yeah my second um the second episode of our um our dnd show went out on sunday it's law for adventure um it's already up on youtube as well it has um uh katie chaos crispy tater tot generally jace and katie Anna, who are my players in it it's a good laugh they leveled up at the end of this episode so um we have we finished a chapter and there's, there's more stuff coming. It's just it's just a lot of fun, and I really enjoy doing it. So I will continue to pimp it out because it's one of my favourite things. D&D's brilliant. You should definitely check it out.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's been sort of oh, 35 years since I last played it. So,
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, the, I, I could earmark you for a show, Colin, if you have time at some point. <laughs>
2: I, you know what I'd have to do? I would have to dig out the original Phoenix Defy Fire magic user.
1: Nah, you Trans- wouldn't, because that would be an older ago. edition of of um, sure uh, A can... of the Dragons, and I would not be allowing that.
2: <laughs> I'm sure I can I can translate him to modern times.
1: I do not believe that you could. <laughs>
2: Hey, you've still got Fireball in this bloody
1: yeah, <laughs> modern <yeah>. version. <laughs> <so> they... <laughs> they can they can take my AD&D, but they will never take my Fireball.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. A uh, um, update, well... Colin, but uh, on your scintillating recommendation, I have just, for the princely sum of zero pounds and zero pence, purchased Homeworld Remastered Collection. Amazing. Yes. Um. It is.
2: You get the original Homeworld one and Homeworld two. Uh. And the remastered versions i would recommend the remastered versions uh, because honestly they are beautiful
3: well, i will play those when i've
2: finished elite
3: <laughs>
2: Alec, we know you're never going to finish elite <laughs> <laughs> Heck, i've still got to, i'm still forcing myself through mass effect: Andromeda at the moment I just oh, that, that that game gets gets a chore towards the end it really does
1: oh. Don't say that. I've never played any of them. I ne- really need to do that.
2: Oh no, the, the, the Mass I Effect. I play
1: all of them though.
2: Oh, Mass Effect one, a little bit of a chore. Two and three, are un- unbelievably among. Mm. Them. Forget what people says about the ending to three. It doesn't matter. It's it's the journey <laughs> of getting there.
1: I think, I think also, I think also, let me, let me um, interject with that, that um, I've seen a lot of people say that a lot of people have said that the ending three isn't very good, but I've seen a lot of people say it's what you make of it as well. You know, yeah,
2: it is, it is. What the all, people don't realise is there's actually seven different endings. Um, they're just coloured about the fact that when it was released, there was too much crunch. So they just cut it yeah. and didn't put proper endings on. If they'd put the proper endings on when it was first released, they wouldn't have had this this backlash around it. Well, not as much, I don't think. So, But, yes. But Mass Effect 4 is in development now, so I'm cautiously optimistic after the Legendary Edition. Ah, anyway, <laughs> off on Tangent Town again. Um, I, th- I think... Has anybody got any other business apart from Psychic's... Um
1: By The Expanse.
2: Okay, the expanse.
1: So it was really good. Oh, okay, I we'll really it. enjoyed it. So if you enjoy the expanse and you've watched the expanse, you're probably gonna endure it.
2: <laughs> oh, good grief. Don't don't get Ben started on it. We'll never hear the end of it.
1: Oh god, I bet he's probably already playing it.
2: Yeah. Right. Um Let's give our shout out Our sister station Hutton Orbital Radio. It broadcasts on a Thursday at eight thirty. You can tune in at twitch.tv Hutton Orbital Truckers or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. Uh for the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at Discord.me slash elite dangerous CQC. will be interesting to see whether or not that CQC bug has been looked at because I, I didn't, didn't see mention it. I know they mm. didn't mention it which um, I'm hoping they have, but yeah. Uh, That's your Easter egg. mm, It might be an Easter egg, yeah, or a dot patch later on. Uh, For those, uh, we're also giving shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts. So we've got The Guard Frequency, who do other space games and have been very nasty to us in the last couple of episodes. (laughs) Give them a slap, will we? Um, And also, I don't know, this other lot, Sort of screws which are loose. Never heard. Fixation, hear, hear. Yeah, fixated about cheese.
6: Thanks.
2: So, hello, hello to them. <laughs> uh, so, following this, we have the latest Galnet news digest, as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejuice. I uh, would also like to thank all those who have chipped in in the Twitch chat and the in-game commanders that have um, harassed the Chris Mark IV. How, how many, um, how many people have you had to deal with, Chris?
0: Uh, I think we've had sort of four people overall. We've had uh, Siberius, uh, La Creve Endengle, I think is how that's pronounced. Jeannie uh, Van uh, Zyl and William Solo hanging out with us today.
2: <laughs> you sort of—they they are hanging out com- uh, complete. They're not sort of half in a half in a bunk. Uh,
0: yeah, half bulkhead. half in a floor, half in a bunk, a uh, bulkhead. Uh, one uh, missing uh, an arm. Um, um, but Siberius did let me stand in front of his uh, new helmet to see if I could see my reflection um, and, and could you? I could not see my reflection but the reflection in the helmet did change along with the signage and stuff on the station concourse so you get Ooh. you get the the elements around the uh, the helmet but you don't get commanders in front of you, at least on the ah. settings that I'm on, it might be that someone that has got even more super duper dialed up stuff might actually get it
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Well, in that case, uh, it's just a case of uh, thanking Commander Tokuso, Jay and Trax and Alan Stroud, who have all created music for the show. And Alan Stroud's Live Revolution album is now available uh, for all of you who want to, to buy it off. Is it Spotify? Everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Amazon, the whole works. Uh, I think I'll uh, <clears throat> I, I, I may have a copy of that somewhere. Uh, So that is it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can contact us in the contact links at home slash contact us on the website. Um... That's laveradio.com if anybody's interested. Do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Laveradio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at at 8.30 and streamed out on laveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to Commander Indigo.
6: It's been such a treat. Thanks for having me
2: pleasure we'll, we'll we'll have you on again uh and the same, same invite goes out to any of those hillbilly redneck radio people who want to join in <laughs> that'll get chig going <laughs> uh also commander psych
1: thank you um we'll do the question of the week next week check out it in discord or we'll tw- I'll retweet it from the labor account but um it's a good one it, it involves creativity and we, I want to give it justice with conversation and we had a lot to talk about this week but thank you guys
2: Yes. Uh, Yes, question of the week, definitely. And finally, Commander Alec Turner.
3: Thank you, Colin.
2: Good night all. And we cannot forget our wonderful tech specialist, the Chris Markfall. You're welcome. Glad to have you on board. Right, until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
0: seconds and I'll
5: be right back. Galnet News Update, 1st of August 3309. The location of the missing Fargod megaship, the Dedicant, has been pinpointed, not by the Federation, but by the Imperial Navy. Early indications are that the megaship is in distress. The megaship was seized late last year by the Federation, soon after its construction. Having outlawed the Order of the Far God, the Federal plan was to deport to the Alliance many thousands of the cult members on board the captured megaship. But on the 16th of June the prisoners somehow took control of the ship, and it now appears that they chose to take it, and their would-be Federal Guards, to the Thargoid-controlled HIP-19600 system. The Federation has been tight-lipped about the theft of what it considers to be a Federal megaship, but Vice-Admiral Amir Rafiq of the Imperial Navy has a large bucket of popcorn and has been happily broadcasting information about what the Empire has been able to find out. The Dedicant seems somewhat the worse for wear, having suffered the attentions of some of the Thargoid residents of HIP-19600. At this early stage, we are unable to provide any more information about why the Fargold cult members chose to visit this dangerous system. However, close examination of the megaship may yield clues, and perhaps may also help us to understand the possible implications of its rediscovery. In related news, while travelling to the wreck, Galnet News Digest field staff reported that glaive interdictions seemed slightly less inevitably fatal than they have been for those who choose to run away. This is, however, an early finding and needs further research.